Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. Today, we are going to talk all about what to do with Thanksgiving leftovers. And our guests are two legit experts. They are both from New York Times Cooking, Melissa Clark and Tejal Rao. Melissa, Tejal, hello. Hi. Hello. I just think this is a very important and useful conversation. Um, I think we should start with talking about, like, if either of you has sort of like typical leftover rituals. Tejal, do you? I do. As soon as the same day, like sometimes even before everyone's gotten up from the table, I do pull extra meat from the bird and then put the, you know, put the bones in a pot to make stock for soup. I I can't help it. I'm sort of on autopilot when I I do that. So there's always soup. I love that it's like before people are even done eating. That's amazing. I mean, I won't I won't take the turkey away from them if they, you know. <laughs> I'm, um it's just it it I just I love to have it kind of start simmering while we're all kind of hanging out and having drinks. I mean, that does sound lovely. And it reminds me of a recipe that you adapted, Tejal. It's on New York Times Cooking. It's from your friend Whitney Reynolds. They have a family recipe and it's sort of like a twist on turkey soup, but with these noodles that are kind of like dumplings. Can you tell us more about it? Oh, my goodness. It's called turkey and noodles. And the noodles are kind of these. Um, it, yeah, they're they're like little short, buttery uh, dough that gets simmered in the turkey stock and become they become like dumplings and when their family serves it it's it's just the um the dumplings cooked down in the stock until the stock basically turns into gravy um it's incredible and they have it as a side not really as a leftover thing wow. but i do it as i do it with my leftovers and i add the pulled turkey meat which whitney would never do um because whitney is a noodle purist but <laughs> But it's a really wonderful dish. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So, Melissa, what about what are you like starting to make before people have finished? <laughs> <laughs> I do something similar as I'm carving the turkey. I'm, you know, putting I'm, I have my two piles, you know, I have mm. my platter. But as I'm carving, I have all the little bits and I ha- kind of have the bones straight into the pot, just like Tejal yes. does. And then I have my little bits, like the odds and ends. And I we make a big turkey hash the next day is one of our favorite things. Mm. So what's great about the turkey hash is that you can use the bits of skin and all the little fatty bits because when you hash them you know you chop them up and then you fry them with an onion they render out their fat and get crisp that's amazing yeah that's one of our favorites and a fried egg on top I mean yeah I would eat the hell out of that that sounds so good so what are there like any leftovery things from the meal that the next day you're sort of like what do I do with this now Or do you feel like you've got a plan for everything at this point? Melissa, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, the for me, the leftover sweet potato casserole is always. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm never quite sure. Like with the marshmallow on top and everything. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do a lot of that. We just make that for my daughter, but she never wants it the next day, and it's always sort of <laughs> soggy and sitting there, and <laughs> I just never know what to do. But I don't know. Maybe Tajel knows what to do with that. I mean, the regular sweet potato that my husband and I eat, like that, we eat because that's yummy. That oh, you for can, sure. Yeah, and I can even put that in a hash sometimes. But the marshmallow top stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the marshmallow. What would you do, Tejal? I don't know. You know, that's not something that I make. I would have no idea what to do with that. That's really tricky. <laughs> but some of my favorite leftovers, though, are the ones you don't have to do anything to. Like, to me, leftover stuffing is just so precious because every year I remind myself I could make stuffing anytime I want. I could make it in August. I could mm-hmm. make it in January. <laughs> but I don't. I only make it at Thanksgiving. So it's this kind of rare special occasion thing. So if I have leftover stuffing, I just want to like I just want to warm it up and maybe make a little cozy divot and crack an egg in it and pour gravy on top Ooh. and just eat that. Like that's that's my favorite leftover. I mean, there is something about not even repurposing it, but just appreciating yeah. it for what it is that is just really lovely, you know. And it gets to shine because it's on its own. You know, it's not just one little corner of your plate the next day. It can be your whole meal. (laughs) I also am noticing a put an egg on it theme that I'm not mad about at all. An egg on any, pretty much any Thanksgiving leftovers, except for the sweet potato casserole. (laughs) It's going to be good. God, that would be so weird with the marshmallows. Oh, it'd be horrible. (laughs) So what is your favorite thing, Melissa, to just eat the second day without having to repurpose at all? Oh, the pie. I mean, Mm. we always have leftover pie because no matter how many people we have, whether it's a small group or a large group, I will just make more pie than is needed. And uh, (laughs) I need need leftover pie for the next few days. Like to me, that's like as much fun as all of Thanksgiving is just eating the leftover pie for the next four days. Yeah. Leftover pie for breakfast. Yeah. It's just so luxurious. Yeah. Yeah, Pie for breakfast is like one of the best gifts you can give yourself any time of year, I think really, you know? (laughs) Yep. Um, especially pecan pie lasts mm, really, really well yeah. of all the pies. Like that's the one you, I mean, pecan pie is kind of indestructible. <laughs> like you can freeze it, you can make it a few days ahead. It can eat it for a few days after. Mm. So it's like, that's the gift that keeps giving. I'm so excited. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you have like an ideal uh, pie to person ratio? That's a really good question. Um, I mean, I guess it should be person to pie ratio. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be one person to one pie. No, I think, which is great. Four to four people to one pie gives you leftovers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. And you can even give leftovers to your friends to take home if you have four people to one pie. We're a family of three, and um, when we're it's just the three of us, we will just make one pie, and then that's like actually kind of perfect. So really, three to one pie mm. is kind of perfect. Yeah, that sounds nice. I love that you brought up giving leftovers to people, Melissa, because I I love doing that when I can. If there if there are leftovers, you know, it it feels um, like something to share. <laughs> It's so true. It's so special. And they, people love yeah. it because, you know, when you're a guest at Thanksgiving, you don't usually get the leftovers. So if you, I mean, sometimes it depends on the family, but you don't necessarily get the leftovers. But if you can plan that ahead and like have the Tupperwares ready for people, which we do, we, you know, when we have bigger Thanksgivings, we always made sure to stock up on those Tupperwares and that way we can send people home with things. Yeah. Mm. It's Thanksgiving giving, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
more with Melissa and Tejal, including a fresh take on turkey sandwiches in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So, Melissa, you have some ideas about turkey sandwiches, which, like, at first glance, I feel like does sound kind of boring. But what do you do to, like, zest them up a little? Turkey sandwiches are the best. I mean, I I love a good turkey sandwich. (laughs) I don't think they're boring at all. Um, I like to make them spicy, though. For me, I like I like some kind of chili element in my turkey sandwich. So is it putting some kind of chili paste like sriracha or... Um, you know, um, I have this Calabrian chili paste that I love into the mayo, like that works. The spice is so nice with the cranberry sauce. So just that like turkey, spicy mayo, cranberry sauce. And then I like to put lettuce. Um, I don't like stuffing in my turkey sandwich. I know people really do. And I don't like gravy in my turkey sandwich. I really, I just want the turkey and then I want the cranberry. To me, it's turkey cranberry sauce and then some kind of spicy mayo and then a little bit of lettuce for crunch. So it's pretty simple and it's not that traditional, but it's so good. And I don't know, maybe Tejal, this is a good question for you because um, it reminds me of a tweet that you wrote last week that I'm kind of obsessed with, which is that uh, the main dish is a construct. Free your mind. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I don't think we're going to actually make a turkey at my house. I think we're going to do like a cock over mouth situation. So like, we'll still have some bird, but like not turkey. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know when it comes to sides and stuff, like what do you think are things that do really shine the next day that aren't meat forward, I guess? Well, if you have leftover roasted vegetables, Mm. that's really versatile. Actually, Melissa has a recipe, um, a, a roasted vegetable aioli. That's kind of like a summery grand aioli. So you have a garlicky mayo that you can dip the vegetables in. Um, That's like a really fun thing. Or you could make like a salsa verde if you want something bright and tangy after all the Thanksgiving food, um, after all the kind of casseroles. Um, But you can also (laughs) chop up almost any vegetables and like make a ragu with them, you know, just simmer them with tomatoes. And if you have leftover mashed potatoes, you can put leftover mashed potatoes on top and you basically have like a vegetable um, shepherd's pie. Oh, that sounds amazing. Or you could roll tortillas up with that and then cover it in cheese and make enchiladas. Like vegetables that are already cooked are kind of like all the work's been done for you. That's a great idea. What do you think, Melissa? Do you have any like veggie notions to add to that? Yeah, well, I love the veg shepherd's pie. Yeah, that sounds um, great. That is, you know, we don't do sweet, we do sweet potatoes. We don't do regular potatoes. So we never have leftover mashed potatoes, mm. but I have made mashed potatoes just to make a leftover <laughs> shepherd pie because it's worth it. You know, it's, it's so great the next day. Um, and you can, and then, you know, you can either add turkey to that or not, depending on whether you've had a turkey or whatever mm-hmm. bird you have. Um, actually last year we did a duck. Uh, it was really, mm. really great for Thanksgiving. Um, and that's the kind of thing that also would work well. Um, but other vegetables, I also love a leftover vegetable soup. Um, you know, those roasted vegetables in your turkey stock that you've made mm. and you just simmer them until they get super soft and then puree them. And that's it. It's so easy. A oh. squeeze of lemon at the end. And, you know, just make sure that you've got 
a really intense turkey stock and it's just perfect. It doesn't need anything. Yeah, that sounds delicious and just like super flavorful and easy and lovely. And if you don't have turkey stock, you can use vegetable stock, you know, or any, you could use pretty much any kind of, you know, purchase mushroom stock is great. Butternut squash stock, you know, that, you know, the, um, that I've seen that works really well. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Is that different? So that's not a butternut squash puree. It's a, it's like a soup. I don't know. I've seen it in the stock aisle. Like it's a butternut squash stock or a vegetable stock with a butternut squash, you know, sort of forward flavor on it, I guess. Um, Interesting. Okay. All right. So let's say that you made the meal, you got through the leftovers, what are y'all up for cooking like the week after Thanksgiving? You know, I think sometimes it can be tricky to figure out, you know, like for one, how much energy and effort am I willing to put into something after making such a huge meal, but also figuring out what really sounds good, I think can be a little tricky. What do you think, Tejal? Yeah, it is tricky because that the week after Thanksgiving, you've done all this kind of athletic eating and then, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably still going to be cooking for my, my parents and my family that week. So I want to make really tasty stuff, but maybe slightly lighter, maybe like mushroom tacos, something Ooh. with like something that has a lot of citrus, something that has a lot of spice, something that's completely different from long cooked casseroles. Melissa, have you thought about it yet? Yeah. I mean, I, I think after Thanksgiving, I'm usually pretty tired of cooking. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, not super tired of it, but I, that I'm, I, I will just do a lot of salads that next week. You know what I love to do? Actually, here's something which you can do with leftovers or not, but I love to do, um, a, you know, a big salad that has croutons, um, you know, garlicky croutons, and you can make croutons out of like any kind of leftover stuffing which is delicious mm. or just re-crisp those roasted vegetables that we were talking about until they get crunchy like croutons and throw them into a salad. Um, but if I don't have any leftovers and I'm just I'm beyond Thanksgiving, I, I love to make big, bright salads with canned beans, super simple, um, or some kind of other protein. Um, you know, bacon is great. I'll, I'll cook up some bacon and throw that into a salad. So just like a little bit of richness, a little bit of protein, but really just a ton of fresh vegetables of bright flavors. Like Tejal was saying, you want citrus, you want spice, and um, you want something that has a lot of vegetable content to make it a little bit lighter. Oh, yum. That sounds so good. Well, thank you both for kind of unpacking some leftover notions with us and for really reinforcing the whole pie for breakfast thing. Because when it comes down to it, I think that's what's really important. (laughs) (laughs) You can skip the turkey, but you can't skip the pie. Exactly. (laughs) Melissa, Tejal, thank you both so much. This was really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What a delightful chat. We would love to know what some of your favorite holiday recipes and leftover ideas are. Just head over to Nerdette headquarters on Facebook and chime in. That is at facebook.com slash groups slash HQ. Next week, keep an eye out for a discussion of Sarah McLean's Bombshell. That's coming out first thing Tuesday for Book Club. The show is produced by me and Anna Bauman, and our executive producer is Brendan Banizak. See you next week eat pie for breakfast. (laughs) Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. 
Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max, and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.